We know that having a conversation about race is always a sensitive area. And it's sensitive because we've been taught not to have those conversations. You know, usually what happens when we have that conversation with our one good white friend or one good black friend or one good brown friend, it ends sometimes in argument, sometimes in anger, hurt feelings. And so we go through a process where we have a contract. And we have, we say that you're going to be safe in this setting, but you may not be comfortable. Sheila Sturgis Craig is the project manager for the Center of Elimination of Disproportionality and Disparity, now part of Health and Human Services. African American children in Texas are referred to CPS more than others. They're more likely to be reported as victims of child abuse or neglect. They're more likely to be removed from their homes and less likely to be returned to their families. They wait longer to be adopted than children of other races, or they age out before being adopted and placed in a permanent home. Some pockets of overrepresentation occur for American Indian and Hispanic children in certain counties in Texas as well. CPS refers to the phenomenon of overrepresentation of one race or cultural group versus another group in a system as disproportionality. For African-American children in CPS, it means that race makes up a larger percentage of cases than the race percentage in the general population of Texas. Uh, What we found is that it didn't matter the race of the worker. We were still making decisions to remove. Even when the risk levels for African-American families were lower, we were removing kids rather than providing services in the home. In Texas, African-Americans make up 11.8% of the population. However, the percentage of African-American children in CPS nearly doubles for confirmed victims. And at some stages, the percentage more than triples. 34.8% of children awaiting adoption at the end of the year are African-American. In McLennan County, the numbers aren't as stark, but they follow a similar trend. So what do these numbers mean? CPS began looking at what's called disparities in the system. The inequitable or different treatment of services provided to one group as compared to another group. And so when you bring people of color who are predominantly poor into a system, but the system is not changing to address the needs of that community and are not, not trained to address the culture and the ethnicity and the traditions and the customs, then you're going to inadvertently um, maybe uh, be inequitable in the way you serve those families. There's also thoughts that disproportionality may be systemic of a larger social problem. Poverty plays a critical factor in whether or not a child is removed from a home. More than 6 out of 10 Texas children who are removed come from families who make less than $10,000 per year. And they, in, that, in that town hall meeting, they had focus groups, and they looked at what were the reasons why um, families seemed to be coming to the attention of the agency. One of the things that they saw was that poverty in that area was rampant. There was a lack of jobs. There was no daycare. There were no major hospitals in that area. There were no services for families. So children came into the system and didn't leave because families had no way to access the services. Texas began looking at disproportionality in the CPS in the mid-1990s, specifically in five counties. SB6 of the 79th Legislature and SB758 of the 80th Legislature 
laid the foundations and directions for addressing the issue of overrepresentation in the CPS system. There are 12 disproportionality specialists throughout the state of Texas and at least one in every region. Damaris Nicholson is a disproportionality specialist. She represents McLennan and 30 other counties in Region 7. And it's really about our awareness. And so in terms of internally for our staff, um, like I said, we don't want to remove children. We, do, we make bad parents, and we, don't, we want to make sure that we have community support in that process um, and provide services to our families. So that's our ultimate goal, and ensure equity amongst everybody. In addition to local initiatives in an attempt to improve services and eradicate disparities and disproportionality, the state seeks to increase the staff diversity and educate local communities. The Kinship Care Initiative, Faith-Based Initiative, and Family Group Conferencing, families can focus on their strengths, and it helps keep children in their homes. For KWBU News, I'm Jacqueline Davenport.